Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. I am excited because this is my first solo episode. Well, I guess technically not my first, but this is my first of my solo episode segment. I did a poll on Instagram and you guys seem to be very adamant that you would like to hear some solo episodes and I'm excited about that. I feel like the guests I'm having on are incredible and I'm having some really important conversations, but I also feel like I don't really get to let you guys know who I am and what I'm going through and I try to share a lot um, as much as I can on Instagram, but sometimes it's hard and sometimes social media is overwhelming and exhausting and I just don't want to be on it. So that can be hard too. So hi, I'm Amanda. As you already know, I'm the host of the podcast and I am so thankful you're listening. I'm so thankful there are so many of you listening. I absolutely love doing this every week. I love hearing moms come to me and say that they felt really seen and heard by listening to the episode or there was information in an episode that really made them think or you know change their own attitudes about something in a positive way. I really feel like this podcast is growing and it's doing everything I've ever wanted it to so thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who listens every week. So a little bit about me before I get into some stuff. Um, I'm 32. I'm about to be 33 and I'm a full-time working mom. I work in pharmacy at uh, one of the cancer centers here in Ontario and I'm a drug access facilitator, actually, to be more specific. I, so I help patients who come into the cancer center and don't have drug coverage. So for anyone who doesn't know, if you live in Canada and you get cancer, no, all of your medications are not covered by the hospital, unfortunately. So that's why I have a job. Um, I deal with things like special access, uh, lots of insurance company stuff. It's, it's a really specialized job and it's really, really wonderful. It's also very, very exhausting. And, you know, especially since the pandemic, it's been worse, but you know, we're plugging through. Um, I've been married to my husband for almost seven years now. We fight like cats and dogs, but there's no one I'd rather do life with. He is my partner. You know, we kill this parenting thing together. He is literally my rock, especially when it comes to parenting. Everything that I lack, he is great at and vice versa. Um, my children are three and five, as I think you may know that already. But uh, yeah, I I like to go back to this working mom thing because I like to always talk about how I'm very happy to be a working mom. And I praise those of you who can stay home with your children and enjoy it. You are the real MVPs because I would go crazy. I don't think you could pay me to stay home every day with my kids. But 
you could pay me to stay home while they're in school, maybe. And like, I could do like the before and after. (laughs) I don't know. But I do love working. It fills my cup. It makes me feel like I have a purpose outside the home. Um, I don't know. It just, it makes me feel happier, I guess, in really some twisted way, because sometimes like whoever thought our jobs would make us happier. But um, yeah, that balance is tough, especially now that we're into school. I'm a little jealous of my husband. My husband is home through the week. He works 12 hour shifts on the weekends. So that works for us. But I am envious of him, envious when he gets to spend the days now with just Scarlett. Now that Connor's in school, I'm envious that he gets to take Connor to school every day. And I'm envious that he gets to pick him up. And he's the first person to hear about how his day was. I feel like I do miss those moments. And, you know, now that my children are not as physically demanding, maybe I think being a stay-at-home mom would be a little bit better. But for right now, I'm right now I'm going to stay a working mom. But that kind of leads me into something I really wanted to talk about, which was school. I feel like, so, okay, let's back it up for anyone who's maybe just tuning in for the first time to the podcast. So my son just started school this year. We are full of emotion. Me, not him. He loves school. He literally runs to school. He's so excited. He's made so many friends. He absolutely loves it. And when I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Like on Saturday, last Saturday, he said to me, can I pretty please go to school today? And I was like, you, you can't, like there's nobody there. And then while we are not at school, he's wanting to go to the park because he wants to make more friends. Like he's turned into this like social butterfly that he never was. He used to have like social anxiety type things and I was always afraid that he was going to struggle to make friends because he used to tell me that he was scared of people he didn't like people and obviously that's very different now um but I want to talk about that transition I feel like over the last few weeks I'm feeling a little I want to just say sad and I think because we hate on people who say to us like enjoy it now because those times will be gone so fast and I really don't want to be that person but I feel like I don't want to say I wish I enjoyed it more I think I enjoyed those moments as much as I could but I want to go back and I really wasn't sure that would happen to me so I've never been super maternal like being a mom was not something I felt like, you know, I was destined to be and I was dying to be a mom. When I became a mom, I was kind of like, okay, this is this is where I'm at and this is what we're doing. And I've obviously I love being a mom, but I never thought I'd be this person to be like, I wish I could go back because I know we all do it, but truly in my heart when Connor was really little, I was like, I cannot wait till he's walking. And then when he started walking, it was like, I cannot wait until you're like, you know, more independently walking so that I don't have to watch you every two seconds and, you know, be worried about you falling and all of the things. And then, you know, you get through that stage and then I'm wishing for him to be talking more and then I'm wishing for him to understand more. And like now I've got this little boy 
that helps me. Like he blows my mind. Like he'll say like, mom, don't forget this. Mom, don't forget that. Cause he knows I'm forgetful, but like he's five years old. He's so on the ball. He gets himself ready for school. Now he tells me what he wants in his lunch. He brushes his own teeth, like willingly goes into the bathroom, puts the toothpaste on his own toothbrush, brushes his own teeth, washes his own face, wipes his own bum. Like, I'm sure that people that are in the thick of it are like, good damn, that sounds nice. So it does get easier. And I think physically it does. But now I'm like, can we go back? Can you just need me? Please need me. And that's crazy to me. I honest to God, never thought I would be this person saying, I wish I could go back. And I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to put down anyone's feelings who's in the thick of it and is telling me to shut the hell up because I cannot enjoy this right now because I didn't enjoy it either. And I hated everyone who ever said that to me. But here I am. I'm just like, being a mom is weird. It's really weird. Like, I don't understand how in one minute I am like, let's power through this. This is another stupid phase. We're going to get through this. And just like that, I got through it. And now I'm here and I'm wishing I could go back. Like this morning, we're walking to school and we get around the corner so he can see the school now. And he tosses away my hand and he goes, I don't want you to hold my hand anymore. Like that broke my soul. He doesn't want me to hold his hand anymore. And he's five years old. He's already like my friends over my mom. (laughs) And like, I know we all know we'll get here, but damn, I feel like this came fast and he's only been in school for two weeks and he's changed so much. Like we've entered the whole, like everything is poop and puke. And like, I just, I can't, what do you want for dinner? Connor puke. It's like, okay. Like really, what do you want for dinner? And the whole I hate girls has started. We don't like girls. We don't talk to girls. Let's hope it stays that way, right? But he's changing so much before my eyes that it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. I actually have a friend that I work with and she has a teenager. So obviously it's very different from where I am at. However, Her oldest is now out of the house and her 18 year old is like barely ever home. She's in college, all of the things. And she constantly talks about how lonely her house is, how quiet her house is, how clean her house is and organized. And it never, ever is messy because there's never anybody there to mess it up. And I used to like listen to her and I would think like, okay, okay. And I get it. This is like a bit of a stretch, but I do understand sort of where she's coming from now because I can see that. I can see that, you know, as the years go by and Connor's going to get older and Scarlett's going to get older and they're just going to need me less. And that kind of breaks your heart, but it like really makes me question like, what the fuck is life? Like, what is this? Like, we become a mom. They need us for everything. We are so sidetracked from it. We are so sideswiped. Like, I need you to burp me, feed me, change me, literally keep me alive. And then they go to school and they're like, don't hold my hand anymore. 
I can dress myself. I can brush my own teeth. I can brush my own hair. He has a shower now. I'm not allowed in the shower. Like, it's like a whole thing. And you're just like, wow, okay. So now what? Like, now I'm just going to suffocate Scarlett with all my love and make her like super baby or something. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. But for any mom who is sitting in that feeling, I am so with you. And it's a weird, weird feeling. I feel like this is a really weird place to be. Never thought you'd hear me saying this, but I miss my baby. I want to go back. (laughs) I really do. It's just weird. But I also feel like this is a time where I can also get a piece of me back, a piece of me that maybe I've been missing. I can take more time for myself or do things that I want to do. I don't, I don't know. I feel like this is a new beginning and it feels weird, but I'm also excited about it. So that's my rant. It's my rant for the day. Um, every week I'm going to do a little small solo episode just to loop you guys in on my life and what's going on. And I have quite a few topics that you've sent me that you really want me to talk about. So I'm just going to, you know, talk about my family and my life and my parents. Sorry, mom and dad, but you're going down with us. And I'm really excited to share it. And before I let you guys go, um, I want to talk about again, the co-authoring project that I've got coming. I am so excited. So if you haven't seen yet, I am doing my own book called Honest as a Mother. It's going to be a co-authoring project. So I've got spots filled already. I'm really looking for more moms. So if you're a mom and you have a story to tell and you want to write it, you've ever dreamed about being a published author and you are like, that's too much for me. So a little backstory too about co-authoring. So everybody's kind of come to me like, what is co-authoring? So Co-authoring is basically this. You write the chapter, you submit the chapter, and the rest is done for you. So the publishing is done, the editing is done, all the production behind the scenes, all of those things are done by the team at Lead Her Publishing. So you do have to invest some time and some money, and it is an incredible experience. I did one for Momming Hard. I poured my heart and soul into this chapter and to get that book in my hands was unreal. And like, I've now put it out to the world. Like it's being sold on Amazon. You know, my people have it. Like my whole family has it. People at work have it. You know, my boss has it, I think. No, I didn't give him one. But, you know, there's so many people that have a copy of this book and my story is being heard and told and it feels really great. And I'm hoping that the Honest as a Mother book will be like a baby shower gift. I feel like this could be something that you could write your story in and you just want to be honest and raw about motherhood and what it's really like to prepare future generations of moms. I don't want moms to enter motherhood anymore being like, what the fuck? I had no idea. This is what it was like. Nobody told me this. Well, we're going to tell you. We're telling you in this book. So if you have a story to share or a message you feel like is important that people understand that motherhood is sunshine and rainbows, but it's also very dark, stormy clouds. 
And it's a lot of the time dark and stormy clouds, and that is okay. So if you have a story, DM me, email me, whatever's easiest for you. Find me. If you don't already follow me, follow me on Instagram at honest.as.a.mother underscore, or you can email me at honestasamother at hotmail.com. So whatever is easiest, reach out. I'm open to hearing all stories. I want lots of applications submitted. I'm so excited about this. Anyways, guys, well, I hope this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed this. I enjoyed this. If you have anything you are wanting to know about or hear about, send me a message and I'm happy to talk about it. Until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Honest as a Mother podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you.